Welcome back to Nothing to Say the Fans podcast. This is 11.3, 11.2 centered around Ezekiel Elliott's new deal, Jared Goff's new deal, and also the that has been Antonio Brown. And now we are going to be answering the question, which who knows how possible this is going to be, but we're going to give it a shot anyway. What sport is the most challenging to win a championship in? And we have a lot of sports to pick from. So I think we should – I think we, to, to preface this, we should narrow the field. Like we should figure what's out – What's the easiest? What's the easiest? The NBA. Um, I think college football is actually relatively easy. Well, see, that's the thing. I, uh, I see in 11.2 I said professional sports. So <sighs> – so let's let's before we really get into this. Let's yeah. Before we get into this, let's let's lay this out. Uh, let's lay this out. I don't know why you're laughing. Oh, uh, why? I just I just totally forgot you said that. Oh well, thanks for listening uh, to uh, to your own uh, co-host. It's, it's like nothing was said, you know. It's like nothing was said. Look at that. Nice plug. So. We'll uh we'll we'll narrow this field real quick because we'll we'll try to uh, we want everybody who's listening to kind of to kind of follow go down this rabbit hole with us. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk about we'll talk um, instead of bringing in like cricket and you know croquet and wrestling and stuff like that. We'll we'll narrow it down. So we'll do uh, the NBA, NFL, MLB. We can do the MLS, but my knowledge of the MLS is so limited. Yeah, I don't know how their playoff system works. I think it's uh, three legs. No, it's – is it two legs? They do a away and home. Do they do Maybe? it in the Champion League, does it? Something like. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like – so our, our soccer knowledge is pretty – Hey, but breaking news, Sacramento's going to look to – they're getting closer yeah. to the MLS team. Yeah, like 2022. That's huge for that city. Honestly, honestly, like I would totally go to soccer games if we had uh, a stadium here. It's a rowdy fan base. When, oh yeah. For those of you that don't know, there is there is the Sac Republic, but there is a league under the MLS. I don't remember what that developmental, or it's not developmental league, but it's like the lower league. It's like the G League of the MLS, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're in that, and they played at the state fairgrounds in like with bleachers, like high school bleachers set up around and it was packed every time I've gone. Yeah. Like it's it's a it's a passionate fan base for soccer. Yeah, and it would be it would be absolutely awesome to to have a soccer stadium here. I, I would I don't watch soccer, but I would definitely go to a soccer match, I mean, or a soccer game. Um, I'd get into the MLS way more. Oh, yeah, if it was here, 100%. 100%. Because then, 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 honestly, I'd have a team to root for. But so, now we're not going to talk about it. No, we're <laughs> not going to talk about it. And looking it up right here on the – at least looking at this picture, uh, the MLS has a round one, conference semi, conference finals, and then the uh, – But the, how are they – How are they set up? No in idea. The individual rounds? No okay. idea. <laughs> okay. Um, so we'll go NBA, NFL, MLB, MLS – We'll say tennis, but let's uh, let's not say um, like just a tennis, a normal championship. Let's say Wimbledon. Just one of the one of the majors. Yeah, Wimbledon or the U.S. Open or one of the four majors. Not just like a a, a low level tournament. We'll we'll say 
And then um, golf, Masters. Golf, or... we'll say the Masters. Okay. Just because that's well, that's really the big one. So um, am I really missing uh, anything out of there? So we have NBA, NFL, MLB, MLS, tennis, one of the four majors, and then golf, the Masters. Uh, hockey. Hockey, yes, hockey. Forgot about that as well. So we'll go hockey in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, AVP volleyball? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a prof- professional sport. <laughs> well, I also did say we were going to narrow it a little bit. So thanks for listening again. Yeah, I don't think it's super. I mean, whatever. whatever. Ace Ventura. All righty then. So, Jim Carrey is amazing, but that's another. That's neither here nor there. So, we'll start with the easiest. What's the easiest? What is which sport is easiest to win a championship in out of the seven that we named? Jesus, I say the NBA. Yeah, because it's really hard for a team to get upset in the NBA with seven yeah. game series, with best of seven series. Okay. I would I would say the NBA, and just because the Warriors, um, well, in in Miami, like you can buy a championship. It seems plausible in the NBA, and it actually pays off pretty much. And and just like you said, like it, the better team very rarely gets upset, and that's just because of the way that it's formatted. It's a seven game series. Mm-hmm. Like if you put, I don't know, we'll we'll say. We'll say you put the the Warriors against the Jazz. Probably a good matchup on paper. And who knows in a one game series, the Jazz could definitely the Jazz could definitely beat the Warriors in a in a one game I mean a, a playoff system where it was a single game elimination. Mm-hmm. But that's not how it is. And just over the course of 7 games, the Warriors they're just better. I think how we should stipulate this cuz we could go through it by each scenario, like if you're an under underdog or a middle of the road. I think we should just focus on if you're a favorite heading into the championship playoffs mm-hmm. or tournaments or whatever. I think that would be the easiest way to compare these. Right. So I'm looking. I'm looking uh, right now, at least for for in terms of some perspective. So the field for the U.S. Open in. Uh, well, I'm I'm looking. Oh gosh, this was for, um, this was for golf. So the Masters, um, the Masters, their field is anywhere between ninety to a hundred players. I'd actually say, the Masters, or yeah, the Masters is next. The Masters is next. Why? Next easiest, because you, you're not playing against a team. You're playing against yourself and the course like you you know what you're going up against you know True. every year and the masters is played every year at augusta national so you know that like tiger knows that course that's why he's won it four times mm-hmm. but then again you're also just talking about tiger well there's other players that have won the masters multiple times yeah and then so you're you're a resident tennis guy. Do you know how many players are in a field for? Oh, Jesus, I don't know. 
a tennis tournament? Because I'm reading it right now, and it's saying uh, players and seedings, both the men's and ladies' singles, consist of 128 players. So if we're looking at it from a favorite, oh, gosh, tennis, I just can't wrap my head around how they're able to do that. When you play, like, a four-hour match one day, you get a day off and then have to do the exact same thing when they get up to these higher seated rounds. Mm-hmm. I think that's actually up there. I think I wouldn't put it the highest for me, but I put it up there for sure. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at it right now, at least for uh, the 2019 uh, uh, Wimbledon. And it looks like, it looks like there is, it looks like there's, so there's uh, on both sides, I think on both sides, there are 64 players, but there are a total of 128 players put into a single bracket. Yeah. So you have 128 guys all put into one tournament. That all have a chance to win. That all have a chance to win. They're all professionals. There's just upsets throughout a tennis tournament. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's like the NCAA tournament, but on steroids. Because you just, every, no one's surprised at this point. It just happens. Yeah. You know, that's funny that you bring in the NCAA tournament because there are so many, there are so many upsets and craziness that happens during March Madness, which is why people gravitate toward it so much. And yet in tennis, when you have a bigger field, you still have the same three guys winning over and over again, which I think gives more – I just – I don't know. Just put another niche in Federer, uh, Joker, and Nadal's Hall of Fame career. Just 128 guys, and yet they're still winning. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Almost every time, like Nadal's in the final. Okay, so we can we can move on from because people have heard us talk about yeah. tennis a lot. <laughs> yeah. So what's next? MLB. So we're saying the NBA. NFL. The NBA is the easiest. I don't know where you put golf. So I'm I'm gonna do it right now. NBA is the easiest. Golf's next. What else do we have? Hockey. We have hockey. Hockey is, the, hockey is below golf. Um, I think the NFL is the hardest. MLB is next. And then U.S. Open or Wimbledon, whatever we said it was. So NFL, MLB, Wimbledon, Masters, Hockey, NBA. And then wherever the heck MLS is because we don't really yeah, know I don't know how it, I don't know how it works, though. It's probably not fair that we answer that because we're not. We're not. No one, no one wants to hear us talk about the MLS. No, no, you don't want to hear that. No, you you can listen to. Well, don't listen to a different podcast, but you can um, find that information uh, somewhere else. But not on ESPN. Not. On ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, um, so I'm. I'll stick with you. I'll say the NBA is the easiest. I'm gonna say that. Uh, Probably hockey is probably the second easiest just because it's kind of set up similar to the NBA yeah. in terms of its uh, bracketing. But then again, so is the MLB. I don't know why you put baseball so, as the second one. So this is why – and I'm very tempted to put baseball ahead of the NFL because when you become – so we're looking at this from a first-seeded team's perspective. If you match up against a Giants or a Mets any given year – 
and they just have a flat out better rotation than you, yet you had a better regular season record and you might be a better team. A winning a a really good pitcher nullifies a great lineup every time. And you can just run into a buzzsaw as a higher seeded team. And mm. that's like that's out of your, your control at that point. I'm a I actually mm. so you you put the NFL as number one. I'm actually going to put golf as number one. And the reason why I'm going to put golf as number one is because you said we're looking at this from a number one perspective. Yeah. But yet it seems, it seems in golf, like how many times does the favorite actually win? I mean, really rarely. And in the NFL, I feel like, no, in the NFL, I feel like generally, I feel like the safer bet would be to say the number one seed in an NFL playoff bracket, that betting on them to win is a much more surefire bet than betting on whoever the favorite is at the Masters. Well, that's just because the field in the Masters is so much larger than the exactly. eight, eight teams that make the... But if you're talking about if I'm the number one seed in the NFL, yeah, I get a first round bye. Yeah. But whoever I play, it's one and done. If I have a bad day on that day, I'm out. If you have a bad day in the Masters, yeah, you might technically be out. But if it's not like not as bad, you can recover in the next three days, if that makes sense. You can recover, but if, if there's in the NFL, you cannot recover. It's one and done. Yeah, I just, I guess I'm, I guess I just can't get around the fact that the favorite barely, barely, rarely wins, and it, you're, there, there are so many extraneous variables that you're dealing with in terms of the course, the weather, everybody else, somebody catching fire on day on day three and day four. I mean, you can play the most consistent round of your entire life, and it may not matter if somebody's just birdieing out of their mind. I just, I don't know. I think, I really can't say tennis is second just because we have the same three guys. And I don't know if that's more, I don't know if that has to do with the, the, the bracket system. or I think it just has more to do with the three guys we have playing right now. Because it's, as soon as Federer, Nadal, and Joker are gone, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I think it'll end up being like golf. Like, it'll just be a coin flip. And, I, and so, so, but because I know we're not going to get a chance to cover it today. But the U.S. Open finals on Sunday, and it's um, Daniil Medvedev, <laughs> the Russian guy, the big Russian guy. Yeah. And I was watching the Dimitrov Medvedev game, which was very tight. Um, even though it was a straight set win for Med- Medvedev, but it was just touch and go there the whole time, and Dimitrov didn't have enough offensive firepower to beat the Medvedev defense, I think Nadal, the way he's been playing in this U.S. Open and how much confidence he has after Roger and Novak got taken out, which are the only two guys that have knocked him from winning majors this whole year, I think he steamrolls. I hope so. I do too. I hope so. Um, One closer to Roger. Yeah. Anything to keep those guys in a tight race, I think, is good for the sport. 
So you so here's my official list. So I'm gonna go golf, NFL, tennis, MLB, hockey, NBA. Okay. And yours was NFL, MLB, tennis, golf, hockey, NBA. So the only thing that we have similar is hockey and the NBA. Everywhere else is totally scattered. I mean, you us. put NFL up high. I put NFL up high. I mean, true. But still, just in terms of spots. So let us know what you guys think. Like, I'd be really curious to hear what everybody has to say about who, what they like, th- I feel like Ben's going to call me an idiot for saying winning the Masters is easy. Uh, he might, but, <laughs> you know, any any excuse Ben gets to call you out, he'll take. I'm not saying I could do it. We're not saying we Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh, and actually, you know what? I was having this conversation the other day um, with uh, – I was just talking to my mom, and I said, what would be the hardest thing to do? Score on an NBA player, catch catch a pass when an NFL cornerback is um, covering you. Impossible. Hit uh, – basically just hit something. Get it – well, we'll say – it doesn't have to be a foul. But get a ball in play off an MLB pitch. Either return a serve or score a point on a professional tennis player. Oh, no. That's impossible. Um, beat beat a professional golfer or tie them on a par three. No, it'd be beat on a par three. Oh, that, no. What are you – these are all impossible. I know they're all impossible. I'm saying what's the hardest. <laughs> the hardest? Yeah. I don't. I don't know if you've done as much research if I had in, as I have in this. But if you watch um, on Will Smith's YouTube channel, nice plug for Will Smith right here. He visits the Australian Open and has to return a serve from like one of the professional players' practice partners. It's like a guy that they hire to practice with them all the time. Yeah. When that thing is coming at 130 kilometers per hour, <laughs> you're not returning that with a racket. I'm sorry. So do you think returning it is uh, harder than uh, so hitting, baseball, hitting an MLB pitch? Base, yeah, so baseball, oh, God. Because I think it's really those two. Because you could get dumb luck just scoring on an NBA player. I think that's the easiest one. Yeah, I think that's dumb sure. luck. And if it's a par three on golf, I feel like eventually you'd get there. Yeah, it would take a lot of attempts. And who know who, who knows about what the the NFL? Uh, it's, it would probably depend on who's running the route. <laughs> um, wait, wait, are you throwing the ball? No, you're catching a pass with a corner on you. Who's throwing it? Like just Tom, a, Tom Brady or something? Yeah, just a, an NFL quarterback. Not Mr. Um, not Mr. Trubisky, right? That would that take. Oh long. goodness, no! <laughs> <laughs> so I I do think it comes down to returning a serve from a tennis player or oh, hitting a pitch. I'm gonna go hitting a pitch is harder because the racket's such a wider surface. I feel like you get luckier just like sticking your racket out there to hit it. I see. I would disagree. I would disagree with you only because. Do you know where the serve is going? Like, do you know where the pitch no. is going and where the serve is? Oh, no, yeah, you don't screwed. know either one. You no, don't know screwed. either one. It's like it's like they're actually playing a game against you. And I would disagree only because I think 
eventually, if you just kept swinging the bat, you do have a pretty wide field to even if even if it just like nicks yeah, off not your bat contact. Well, we're not talking about getting in contact. We're talking about getting the ball in play. We're talking about an MLB pitcher that throws 95-plus. We're talking about a professional tennis player who's serving in 130 miles an hour. There's, like, only so so many ways a tennis ball could bounce compared to what a pitcher could do with a pitch that you have to think of in the moment. Okay, do you want to say just fastball then? fastball and then a tennis serve yeah um because i because i, I guess like you're i, I guess like you're right this would be tennis would be harder if it was just a fastball yeah because i guess you're right in terms of there are a billion things a pitcher a billion different pitches a pitcher could throw and i haven't played baseball since like uh before fourth grade i think yeah it's been a while for me too the truth is, I don't know, <laughs> but I think it'd be tennis. Tennis would be the hardest. I think if you're just narrowing it down to a fastball for an MLB pitcher and a serve for a tennis player, I just well, th- here's here's what I think actually. So if you watch tennis, wow, we've talked a lot about tennis. Hey, it's a great sport. <laughs> okay, if you guys go watch tennis. These are the best players in the world, and sometimes a serve so good they can't return it. They can't even get a racket on it. Yeah. If they're serving like that, and I don't have the return skills to even touch it, like professionals can't touch it, there's just no way. Yeah, I think I'd agree with you on the tennis thing. Now, if if a pitcher's got a full arsenal to work with, probably the pitch. But If they're just throwing fastball and you get like – 50 like if 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 you get 50 of each i'm not returning 50 tennis serves i might hit like one of the 50 pitches yeah yeah but again so that was just a those were two fun questions i would love we would love to hear what you guys have to say about that because um hypotheticals can be fun and uh, especially when they're in sports um we have a couple more minutes to kill um, we're not gonna take, I, we're not gonna take it too story, long. Dude. We have a story. All right, well, we'll yeah, finish yeah. with the story. So it's been a while since we talked about if we talked about like stories within our lives for you guys to get to know us. I think last episode with having one of our close friends on, you you guys got to see us our personal sides a little more. But we haven't taken some time to describe our personal lives. So Jason, I got a question for you. Yeah. What is one instance in your life? where you can look back and say that your that there's a situation where your parents had awful parenting had awful parenting and i'm going to i'm going to set it up with this so you know my dad well yeah for those of you guys that don't know jason worked with me and my dad my dad's a uh, general contractor in the sacramento area if you need a uh, <laughs> yeah. paper <laughs> just give him that promo uh, but I don't remember how old I was, but I was not a teenager. And he takes me, as he did many times, takes me on a job with him. And he's replacing ceiling tiles in this one store. And he thought it was good to take me. So I went. 
I walk in the store and there's things on the wall. There's glass objects that I don't know what they are. But as soon as I walk in, the owner is like, hey, you're not allowed in here. You're too young, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what? My dad was like, no, no, it's cool. Like, he's he's my son. And he's like, oh, okay. So I walk further into the store. And I'm noticing that I kind of recognize what these glass objects are, but I don't know what they do. And then I turn and look at a wall. And it's full of DVDs. <laughs> And on these DVDs was my first exposure to nudity. (laughs) (laughs) So these are all like a bunch of adult film movies in this store. And what I later realized when I found out, it was just littered with bongs and smoking devices all throughout (laughs) the store. And I'm working at like helping my dad with these ceiling tiles. And the whole time I'm like, what the heck? Like, I know I shouldn't be looking at this stuff. Like, what the heck is this? And later in my life, I like confronted my dad about it. And I was like, do you remember that you took me to like a smoke shop with adult film movies? It was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know it was going to be that bad or something like that. I was like, how do you not know that to bring like an 11 year old to that place? <laughs> So that was that was one instance where my dad kind of failed him at parenting. Kind of failed at parenting. <laughs> oh man! And I can see your dad doing that actually. <laughs> well, he was he was the type of dad that get got us rated M video games before the age of like eight, mm. and he got he got my brother. I don't know if you know the the Turok video games. No. It's uh, you're like a a guy in a universe where there's guns, but also dinosaurs. And my brother was big into dinosaurs. You mean Earth? <laughs> but we've guns. had guns and dinosaurs. Oh, you mean at the same, at the same time? At the same time. I thought that was pretty obvious. Maybe it was. Okay, but it was like his eighth birthday, and he got Turok for him. And as soon as you start, blood just splurts on the screen. You're like killing. The whole object of the game is to kill the dinosaurs. And he was, my, the explanation my dad gave for getting Nico that game was, oh, he, he likes dinosaurs. And it had a dinosaur on the front. So I, I got it for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, dad. And we watched raunchy ass movies from a young age. Right. Uh, I can't really think of an instance where my parents had bad parenting. I just I mean, questionable. I got, questionable I got some good parents. But I just, the only the only thing that comes to mind, the only thing that comes to mind, and I really hope he doesn't punch me for telling this story because he Uh-oh. might. But. So I'll be so I'll, I'll let you guys in on a little secret. I've told this story to, before to a couple people, but not in this form before. I was, and this wasn't—I don't think it was questionable parenting because my dad knew what he was doing the entire time. Uh, I didn't get hurt. My dad didn't get hurt. It more just scared the crap out of me. Um, but I, I think I was like eight years old, maybe eight years old. I don't remember what led me to do it, but I just. 
I made my grandparents were babysitting me and I had made my grandfather mad. I don't remember what I did. I think he told me to do something and I didn't do it. Or he told me to do one thing and I, I did another thing. I don't know. But my parents came home and it was bad enough that, um, whatever I did, it was bad enough that it, it got my dad really mad. And what he ended up doing was, uh, I actually think I was younger than eight. I think I was like five or six. What he ended up doing was he picked me up and my dad, I'll say this. My dad never laid a finger on me. My dad didn't spank me. My dad didn't hit me with a belt yeah, or anything. You had, to, you had to clarify that. I was wondering where this was going. Yeah. My dad never did any of that stuff. The worst thing that he did to me was made me, um, I think I told a lie when I was like eight years old and he made me bite a bar of soap and keep it in my mouth. I think I had to do that once for swearing. Yeah, it was. So I did it. He made me do it for a lie. But so my dad, my dad and my mom never laid a finger on me and they didn't have to because my dad yelling at me just scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. God, he scared the crap out of me if he was my dad. (laughs) Yeah. All he used to do was look at me. Growing up, uh, growing up with a, a police officer and a teacher in the house. Like it was, um, Fun parents, but uh, definitely, we definitely had a, my dad definitely has his rules. Um, So he ended up picking me up, right? And he's yelling at me. So I'm already terrified. And what he ended up doing was he threw me across the living room. Like he just had me held out in front of him and just chucked me across the living room. Was he He holding you by the shirt like no so 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 he grabbed me he grabbed me (laughs) under my he grabbed me under my armpits right oh okay so he's got he's basically just got his hands he's got you in the uh the simba yeah lion king yeah 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 yeah. and he's yelling at me looking at me and then he just launches me (laughs) across the room and i land on the couch so how how much did you weigh at this point i don't know like 50 60 pounds just chucks me across the living impressive though Right, <laughs> he just me. Came. Yeah, like, you landed on the couch or something. Yeah, so I landed on the couch. He didn't like throw me into a a window or anything. <laughs> he, he threw me. He threw, he, threw the drywall. Yeah, the yeah. He threw me into a couch, so I didn't get hurt or anything. But I was just like, it's just a warning fire. It's like my dad just chucked me <laughs> across the living room. Hey, you didn't you didn't mess with them after that. So before. I didn't mess with them before that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just just hurled me across the living room and I, I landed on the couch and I was like, okay, well my dad just threw me. <laughs> so um uh but yeah, I I don't know if that's questionable parenting, but that was the one time that was that was the only thing I could hey, think was, of where I was, was like, effective. It was very effective. <laughs> it was very effective. Um, I think of something that my mom's done. I think we should do that more often. We don't. Uh, we should probably wrap up the show, but I think we should. Uh, I think we should do that more often. We should tell uh, some more uh, some more personal stories. Let everybody in a, a little bit uh, onto into our life. Yeah. Um, so maybe a fucking crazy ass. <laughs> so maybe, uh, maybe, maybe we'll, um, maybe yeah, we'll start to death though. Start start doing that at the uh, at the beginning of the show, um, along with our little how is your week thing. So yeah, um, people want to hear about my dysfunctional family. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that'll wrap it up for eleven point three. Thank you guys for uh, listening to um, 
to these uh, three episodes, 11.1, 11.2, and 11.3. Thank and you guys for the support that you gave. Just, uh, just oh, go to ahead. clarify, guys, Jason is okay. You don't need to call Child Protective Services. Jason is fine. You're recovered. <laughs> yeah, we're good. We're good. Um, I just heard this little this these two guys podcast and one of their parents is throwing them across the house <laughs> oh man um, wait you're talking about you're talking about officer russell oh i know him yeah he's, fine. <laughs> he's a good dude I'll, i actually have uh plenty of i actually have two stories with uh with my dad uh two other stories that i could tell uh, but we'll save it for the next episode um and they're actually funny stories um so uh, as opposed to those ones that we just told. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so we will uh we'll wrap up 11.3 and uh as always thank you so much for listening. Uh, you guys uh, really seem to like the uh the format that we had laid out last week uh, or earlier in the week um split making these episodes shorter um and splitting them up into segments. So continue continue to please show the support. It's been really fantastic. Um and thank you guys for taking uh, whether it's 5 minutes, 10 minutes or 15 minutes or all three episodes, um, or the entire show, if you stuck with us from the beginning. Thank you for taking any sliver of time out of your day um, to listen to to the perspective we bring, we bring, because hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys think uh, it's unique um, that we're not uh, we're not reporters and we're not trying to be. So we don't even attempt to be. Nope, we're not even trying to hide it. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this will wrap up eleven point three. And uh, we're going to try to be – the schedule that we're going to try to stick to is uh, every Tuesday and every Saturday is when we're going to be releasing our episodes. So, Right. So I hope you guys enjoyed, and we will see you after week one of the NFL season. And after, after that Niner dub, baby. Uh, yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> um, we'll see you guys I doubt that on Raider dub. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you.